Welcome, welcome to 12 Days of Podmas with Athena's Mind Veterinary, the podcast, a well-being space for the veterinary community in Ireland and beyond. I'm a qualified vet nurse and psychologist who's passionate about helping you to find a peaceful space inside your head. What are you waiting for? Let's do this. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Athena's Mind Veterinary, the podcast, and this is day four of our 12 Days of Podmas series. I'm so excited for day four. Um, However, I am feeling a little, I don't know if you'd call it cranky today. I'm not sure what I'm feeling, to be honest with you. So I'm just going to be as congruent as possible with you and channel this energy for good, (laughs) channel it for good work. Um, and use my magic for good. Um, I had like a really restless sleep last night. I don't know what happened. I was like, you know, too hot, too cold, dreaming lots. I listened to some AM- ASMR videos on YouTube and I woke up at like, there was one that I left running for hours and I woke up like all confused at half five this morning. Um, It was just one of those restless nights. It really was. And yeah, I also, um, I, I first wasn't going to mention this, but actually I will because I feel like it will set a good example for you, for the Athenas. Um, I was actually due to do a shift. Um, there's um, a bit of mental health work that I do and I was due, due to do a shift today and I cancelled the shift because I just wasn't on my game at all when I woke up. It, I just wasn't and I would have been no use to anybody. So yeah, let's normalise cancelling your shift the second you feel like something is slightly wrong um, and explore what's wrong. <laughs> Um, so instead I had a really nice shower, did my full skincare routine, um, did my usual self-care routine like in the middle of the day which was so nice. I feel like this time of year I just don't know what time it is, what day it is, what month it is, what year it is, what planet we're on and so yeah I ended up really um, taking it slow and just treating myself with a lot of care um, all day today and yeah I think that that was the best decision that I could have made so here I am um recording for you all so day four um of our 12 day our 12 days of Podmas series is all about things to remember when you're working with the general public at Christmas time and more specifically these are three things to remember when you're working with the general public at Christmas um these are things that I think sometimes get lost in the abyss and the rush of Christmas time and this time of year and when the year is coming to a close and we're in that little bit of a limbo as well like it's not Christmas day but it's also not New Year's Eve and we're waiting for a new year to start but it's a while yet until it's actually going to be with us so yeah in this weird limbo I feel like working with the general public can be quite difficult and as veterinary professionals as we already know working with the general public is really difficult as it is and especially because we're not I don't believe setting enough boundaries or you know putting enough energy basically into teaching people how to treat us when they come in the practice door um yeah I just don't think that we do that enough at all and I think we are 
or maybe it's practice management I don't know I haven't figured it out yet but I definitely think we're yes people too much like there's nothing wrong with saying no and sometimes it's safe to say no no I can't do that but I could do this I mean compromise is fine alternatives are fine but it's safe to say no as well and if you need to say no say no which leads me to my first point you don't have to be a yes person it's safe to say no um I think in veterinary every time clients say jump we just say how high and then we complain about clients and then the cycle starts again and it's just become nonsensical at this point I think um I don't mean to victim blame or shame us I just I want to give us some tough love today because that's the kind of mood that I'm in and you know the mental health statistics in our community are still the driving force of the work that I do and they're still they're still there they're still very much present um people are still dying and that is how serious it is and I just don't think you know us ignoring the smaller stuff in inverted commas is going to do anything to help the bigger stuff I think it's where the smaller stuff sits they're the things that we actually have to change so that the change actually ripples um and you know suicide rates hopefully come down and we can you know begin to build us back up from the ground up again I just think you know if we ask our clients how high and then complain about our clients you know we're the problem there like we're the problem so if saying no to a client feels right say it there's a girl in Australia called Sarah I think her surname is Stevenson but on socials she is Sarah's day and she's quite a big I want to say influencer maybe she's a youtuber sorry so she's a youtuber in Australia and I've been following her for about I'm gonna say four years maybe five um so quite a while and she always always says act confident and no one will question you so if you just lay the law of the land people tend to just accept it and if people are upset the only people who are upset or become upset by you setting boundaries are those people who benefited from you having none in the first place and the amount of you know veterinary professionals um that I work with or practices that I work with who come and tell me you know just how much kind of con- like not control but just how much power they give their clients is so unfortunate to see and I just don't know why we haven't taken our power back sooner than this so I think in this interim between Christmas and New Year's when no one really knows what day it is and it's a little bit of a scatty chaotic time you know now is the time to implement boundaries and teach people how to treat you and teach people how to approach your practice like how many of you have thought about of those of you working in practice of course how many of you have thought about what you want from your clients the second they walk in the door 
probably none of you I'm expecting no hands to go up there instead I'm expecting you to tell me that you know you see a client coming and you're like oh how can I please them immediately it's like oh what do they want how can I please them how can I get their food right or their medication or like you know somebody comes in who hasn't even requested medication and they're like can I get like you know eight of my dog's medications please and we say yes and we put ourselves under immense pressure instead of saying well no this is the protocol for ordering medication and this is this is what we need to do to get you the medication like we just we sit and wait for clients to approach us like we just sit there and wait and just kind of see what they're going to say and whatever they say we say yes or they come in and they say jump and we say how high which is so strange because they're coming into our turf and they're coming into our space. And yet we never think about what we want from clients when they approach us. Like at all. Which absolutely baffles me because then I hear people complaining about clients. And maybe they'll be like kind of mean about clients or they will... Yeah, they'll kind of bash the client a bit. It just depends. But at the end of the day, if you're going to be a yes person and you're not going to um, clarify your boundaries and set them out for clients, the client isn't going to have a clue what you want from them. So of course, they're going to just roll with whatever you show them and whatever way you teach them to treat you. So obviously, they're going to annoy you, frustrate you, put you under pressure because They've been rewarded for that behavior this entire time. Um, it's also funny because we talk so much about conditioning in, particularly in dogs, in animals in general, but particularly in dogs. Um, conditioning is used by behaviorists all the time, you know, dog trainers, people who run puppy classes, etc., etc., all of the time to teach owners, you know, how to kind of teach their dogs to behave and um, to teach owners how to basically set boundaries with their dogs, particularly if they're puppies, right? Think of clients as puppies, yeah? So what are we teaching them? We're teaching them that they can just swan in at any time, they can make demands left, right and center, and then we'll do them one better and we'll reward them for this behavior. We'll say, yeah, sure, no problem at all. Like, let me just, you know, lose my head trying to get like eight medications together and you know take a payment for someone and just let me pop back and do this cat castrate real quick and we just reward their behavior all the time and it's so bizarre to me that we've never likened puppy training and the way that we approach animals um, because essentially what we're doing with puppies is we are showing them how we would like to be approached by them and how we'd like them to behave around us and how we can kind of all get on with each other at the end of the day. That's the aim, right? Like we don't want a puppy who's wrecking the house, coming in, making all sorts of demands, pulling out of here to go for a walk, um, you know, flinging toys around left, right and centre, throwing hissy fits when you know, they come in and they tell you that they're hungry, but it's not time to be fed yet. Like if we don't train puppies, they come in into our space and nobody gets along. And all of a sudden the place is like a bomb hit it and no one's getting anywhere. 
So I just don't understand why we've not adopted the same mindset to clients. Um, as well, I'm going to say, obviously, because clients are humans, I do think that we owe it to other humans to really take the time with them to show them how to approach us like give them the chance to come in and have a really great relationship with us I feel like we're not giving them that chance right now and I feel like our relationships with our clients would actually really benefit from them being taught how to approach a veterinary practice how to approach us and how to approach coming in with their animal we've never given them the time of day with that and I just don't know I don't know how that's how ethical that is from a client's point of view and I also believe it or not don't know how ethical that is and I probably argue that it isn't ethical I don't know how ethical that is from the pet's point of view either because the client is their advocate the client is the person that we need to get on with the most because they're the ones that call the shots for their animals so if we don't adopt um if we don't adopt strategy with our clients, then what exactly are we doing for the animal at the end of the day? Like how far are we getting with their care at the end of the day if we're not willing to spend time with the owners teaching them how to treat us? So to summarize, don't be afraid to say no. It's safe to say no. It's safe to set boundaries all the time, constantly. We should be doing this as second nature. Um, and the amount of veterinary professionals that come to me uh, and worry and yeah, like worry, complain, give out, are irritated, whatever, whatever, you know, emotions go with that. Um, you know, people who worry about clients, I will often find that they don't actually have any boundaries with their clients and they don't take the time to treat, to teach their clients how to treat us. Um, yeah, so teach people how to treat you this week. Set yourself up for 2022. This also, in case you haven't twigged already, this also goes for your personal life too. This applies to your personal life as well. So this applies to friends, family, um, neighbours, I don't know, the guy you pass every day on a morning walk. This applies to everybody. This applies to your personal life. So teach people how to treat you your bond will strengthen I don't know why there's this kind of universal misconception that when you set boundaries relationships break down let me just remind you that you set boundaries to build relationships and you set boundaries to make relationships stronger and make them better not the other way around so we set boundaries and we teach clients exactly how we want them to approach us in order for our relationship with them to get better and therefore the treatment of their pet automatically benefits and gets better as well so that is it for day four of our 12 days of podmas um it was kind of like a motivational chat i really honestly honest to god i woke up with my sassy pants on today and yeah there's no point in me sitting here and saying oh like I had the best night's sleep and I feel so at peace today. I don't. I don't. I have my sassy pants on. I have a lot to say. I'm feeling a lot, a lot of things. And there's certain ways that I want to set 2020, oh my goodness, 2022 
oh, I was going to say 202010 there, which is hilarious. There's ways that I want to set 2022 up for myself. Um, I feel really motivated to change the game, change the narrative and just grow Athena's mind to the highest of highs this year, um, especially amidst a pandemic. The stats for veterinary mental health were all set prior to the pandemic and I really, I don't know if my heart is able to look at what they are now because I know they're worse so treat people how to treat you this week do it bravely say it with your full chest you're in Athena never forget it and I'll see you tomorrow Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Athena's Mind Veterinary. As always, come say hey on Instagram. I'm at Athena's Mind Veterinary. And don't forget to tag me in your stories when you listen to this episode. Also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave a review. This just means that veterinary professionals around the world have a higher chance of finding us and we can share all of the love that we have to give with them. If you want to take things further and work with me, I am a coaching psychologist and all of the details can be found in my Instagram bio. I do practice talks, I do one-on-one coaching, group coaching programs, and I also have a brand new ebook called Model Your Mental Health, which is beautiful, if I do say so myself. And for now, I'll see you soon.